Alright, what's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host today, Simon Villanos, and today we got another interview with a special guest. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, man, your name, position you play, um, and then where you're from slash what high school you're at. Uh, what's up, y'all? I'm uh, I'm Darian Diaz. I'm from El Paso, Texas. Um, I go to El- I go to Eastwood High School, um, and I am the class of 2024, and I uh, play quarterback for the Troopers. Yes, sir. And it's uh, good to have you on, man. Thank you for uh, coming on to the show. Anytime, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So uh, we got two questions here, and these two questions we pretty much ask all of our guests onto the show. Uh, these two so uh, the first one is what is your favorite like sports playing experience or memory and so this could be football or any other sport that you have but what's a a sports memory that you were playing in that you were involved in that um, is really dear to you I would have to say my eighth grade year we played um, our rival school uh, Bel Air middle school and um, that was for the district championship and I'm actually not from El Paso, so um, I moved from Las Cruces to El Paso my eighth grade year. So um, my eighth grade year, um, like they hadn't won a district championship in the past like 10, 15 years. So um, when I got there, I won the starting job and we played Bel Air for the district championship. And I remember there was a bunch of people there and like the pressure. I remember waking up that morning and it was just... I don't know, something felt different in that game. Like, I don't know, I felt like I couldn't hear anything. I mean, I was just so focused in. Like, everything was, like, moving slow motion for me. And when that final buzzer uh, rang and we had won the game, like, I just felt so accomplished and I was so proud. And I was proud of my teammates. And for sure, that was probably one of many highlights for these next few uh, few years at Eastwood High School. So. Yeah, for sure, man. And uh, I'm happy. I'm happy you brought up uh, a middle school football memory and uh, brought up rivals because I guess outside of Texas, that's not as big of a thing. I remember and this this is just a quick detour here. But I remember when me and my buddy first started doing the podcast ourselves, we answered these uh, two questions here. And I mentioned um, so I'm, I'm from Dallas, right? Specifically Plano. So I guess a suburb up in Dallas. And, you know, we had our little middle school rival and I brought up a big memory just, you know, playing really well against a rival. And so and then he gave me some crap about it. But, <laughs> hey, it's, it's a cool thing, though. In Texas, you know, it's different, right? Like yeah, it gets oh, yeah. going and oh yeah oh yeah i love it though you know it's it's a lot of pressure in the moment but you know it makes good memories for sure so no doubt about that all right so uh, i'm gonna go ahead and assume you're probably a sports fan as well so what's your favorite like sport viewing experience this could be something you saw in person or on tv or wherever oh 100 going to a baseball stadium and seeing a baseball game 100 you know smelling the the freshly roasted peanuts, the fresh cut grass, you know, yeah. baseball, baseball is just a whole other different, uh, beautiful um, aspect of sports. And like, I'm a football and baseball player, so I love both of them equally, but eventually I will have to choose one. But mm-hmm. I would say that I love going seeing a baseball game more than I like to see football games. So 100% a baseball game. Yeah, for sure. And I totally get that, man. I totally get that. All right, then. That's interesting. So uh, let's go ahead and hop into it. So 
uh obviously you i mean well maybe it's not obvious to the listeners there but obviously you got to listen to your own breakdown and uh i believe that was request part 19 i want to say we did a breakdown of you and a couple other young texas quarterbacks as well uh you were our oldest one as a freshman though and so that's why we have you on because we usually don't interview middle schoolers it's uh it's high schoolers is where we start doing Mm. that and so you know i'm just gonna ask straight up you know what was your reaction to you know my evaluation of your game and whatnot i i I honestly love to hear what people have to say you know you can be a guy that's never played football and sometimes you know you i can have something i can take take out of what feedback they gave me and so Mm -hmm. you know like i loved everything you said and you know you you had some really good points like you pointed out that um i need to look more comfortable running the offense and like learning the offense will help me um pick apart defenses better um keeping my eyes downfield a little bit longer and uh you complimented my frame you know i'm not the tallest guy but i'm for sure not an easy guy to tackle so you know i may be a little bit undersized but you know that i'm gonna grow a little bit more and i can still be a problem i know that for sure and um i i'd say i'm a I'm a pretty different and rare quarterback because I'm I'd say most quarterbacks are pretty fragile and I've never had injury problems and I'm I can run the ball for you you know I'm not a Lamar Jackson or a Kyler Murray kind of guy but I can get the job done like Patrick Mahomes or like Josh Allen you know those are guys that I I run like Uh, I'm more of a power runner but I can throw the ball like as good and as and better than almost any quarterback you can name. And I have that confidence in myself and, you know, the program that, and the offense that we run at Eastwood is it very, it, it works really well for me and caters to my skill sets very, very well. Mm-hmm. We run like a spread offense so that all that will help me in the long run to get better film, become a better player and eventually get recruited. So, you know, your your um, breakdown of me really uh, showed me some other things like, uh, you know, uh, staying in the pocket. You know, coaches love to see a guy that can sit in the pocket and, you know, they have one guy, you know, that rushes them from the outside and then guys right away take off. But, you know, you pointed out that, you know, you think I can just slide up a little bit, wait a little bit and uh, look my receivers open. That's another one that uh, I need to work on. You know, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of good things, man. Yeah, and I appreciate that, man. And uh, I appreciate that you, you know, remember a lot of these things and obviously took them to heart. Because, uh, look, I'm just going to be honest with you. I think you're a heck of a talent. You definitely got screwed over by COVID, though. I'm just going to be real with you. You played – you. so I, I want to get this right. You played two games your freshman year. Is that right? Two games, and then I got pulled up to varsity, and I was just taking reps behind our starting guy. Andrew okay. Martinez. Okay. Okay. Did you uh, get in any of those games or was it really just you there as a backup? Yeah, I was there as a backup, really. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And that's interesting because I do think you're that kind of player uh, for sure that can be a varsity type of guy on a lot of teams, not just obviously this one, but, you know, just a lot of teams in Texas in general. And, you know, Having two games, that's a tough deal. I'm just going to be honest with you. That's just a real tough deal. And you also said one of them wasn't recorded. And like it's it was a whole thing, right? 
And so I really do think moving forward, you can be one of the better talents, you know, on that side of Texas over in El Paso. And uh, I guess the RGV as well, if you want to include that, you know, because there's definitely some talent that has been growing in the past couple of years. Um, I I have to ask you this. Have you ever did you ever get to watch the show Friday Night Tykes? It was on Netflix for a little bit as well. Yeah, I did. I, I always used to watch that as a kid. Oh, good. So you're uh, familiar with some of those RGV players like, you know, Jeremy Duran and all of them, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm very familiar with Jeremy Duran and all those guys. Yeah, well, that's good. So we actually got to interview Kenny Long. He uh, announced a lot of those Friday Night Tight games, pretty much all of them, actually. And, you know, we, we had a conversation about, you know, players on this side of on your side of Texas, pretty much, and how much the game has been growing and how much that talent has been, you know, really been cultivated over the last couple of years, especially, you know, and, um, you know, I really do feel like you could definitely be in that kind of, I guess, area as a Jeremy Duran or even moving forward. And I got to scout a couple of players from there as well um, for for the various colleges I was with. But, you know, even Eddie Marburger as well. And um, oh, my gosh, I'm forget I'm like blanking out so bad. But he ended up playing baseball. Uh, he was a senior last year, but you know, all those guys, right? And so, uh, I'm really excited to, I guess, just see you grow and be able to develop a little bit more. But anyways, back to your game. So, uh, you did talk about, you know, some guys you model your game after, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Is there anybody else that you model your game after as a quarterback or are those really like the main guys that you look at and like say like, yeah, I could be one of those types. Yeah, so uh, I, I I love watching uh, uh, football. Honestly, I, I like college football. So um, yeah, one of my favorite favorite guys is Spencer Rattler. I absolutely okay. adore Spencer Rattler. Um, you know, I feel like I, I play uh, kind of like Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler isn't the biggest guy. He's only about six foot, six foot one, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred and ten pounds. So he's not the biggest guy. He's I love the way he spins it. You know, he's not much of a runner, but man that guy can spin it and um i like uh kyler murray i've always loved kyler murray you know his his size you know i don't really play like him i throw a little bit like him but you know i I run i I, i'd say probably on my best day i could run a four five kyler murray probably runs like a four three oh yeah (laughs) yeah i could i could confirm that because i got to compete against him in person he was a couple years older than me but that was (laughs) <laughs> yeah no he he could definitely he's definitely an exceptional athlete and that's okay you know you don't have to be exactly like these guys but those are some really interesting quarterbacks that you brought up um there aren't many i mean we've interviewed some good quarterbacks we got to interview up here in colorado Braden dorman he's one he's a sophomore and he's one of the honestly one of the best quarterbacks in the country he'll probably be uh, top five quarterback, maybe, maybe even the top quarterback once his time comes. And so uh, he got to mention some guys, but they're pretty much all pro guys when they're mentioned. So I like that you got to mention, you know, Spencer Radler, Kyler Murray for sure. I mean, I think if you're from the state of Texas, you got to know what Kyler is all about, right? Because oh, yeah, <laughs> he, he did it all. Oh, yeah. And, and he was a baseball player too. So Yeah, I love that too. Yeah, for sure. So that's interesting. And I, I see a lot of that as well. So moving forward, you know, I think you kind of mentioned some things here, but uh, I I just want to ask you, though, but what are two to three qualities, in your opinion, that separate you from like other quarterbacks in the state? 
I would say um, my character, for one, you know, since I've been a little kid, I've always had a ball in my hand. You know, my mm -hmm. dad coached at Bowie High School. That's a, that's a very rough high school, like 50 yards from the border. So that in no uh, stretch of the imagination is that a, a nice high school. And I grew up around that. And so mm -hmm. I always uh, saw, you know, how the struggle is. And, um, you know, I always had a baseball in my hand. I... I always had their their pads and their helmets on. You know, I, I was always at the games, and that always brought me to be the athlete that I am. So I always um, saw the expectations, and you know, my dad is very very hard. You know, I can ask some some of his ex players, and they'll tell me that Coach Diaz doesn't mess around. So I'd say the structure that I've had since I was a little kid has formed me into being an independent player. You'll never have to ask me. Hey, uh, Darian, are you hitting the gym? Darian, are you throwing every day? Darian, are you studying the playbook? I don't think that'll ever be a problem. So uh, that's one of them. Number two is, you know, no, you'll never have to worry about my character. You know, I, I have a 3.9 GPA. Um, I'm always good in the classroom. You know, my teachers have always complimented me and my parents. And so I've, I'm never going to be a, a, a problem or a distraction for your team. And... You know, number three, you know, uh, I'm a player that, you know, a lot of people aren't going to, they're going to say, oh, he's too small. Oh, he's too slow. But, you know, there's going to be one coach that's going to come on to me and he's going to be, that kid is special. And, you know, I know deep down in my heart and in my mind that I'm one of the, one of the better quarterbacks in the whole country. And I truly believe that because I put in the work and, you know, you know, my film is very limited right now, but these next few years, it's going to grow. And I'm going to show everybody that, you know, just because I'm not the, the biggest guy, the fastest guy, the strongest guy, um, that, I, that I can't ball because I can. And I'm going to show that to everybody. And, you know, Playmakers Corner is going to be a, right there front row to see it. Yes, sir. That's what I love to hear, man. I love the confidence and I loved everything you had to say there, man. Um, honestly, it sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders. Obviously, your dad, he was uh, he was a football guy. He is a football guy. So, you know, I, I definitely get that for sure. Um, <laughs> those kind of kiddos always go a long way, if I'm being completely honest. So that's all good to hear, man. And uh, like I said, you know, you only had two games a season. I think most people will, you know, be understandable of that and be like, well, it's a COVID year. Some guys have zero games on the season. So, you know, there you go. And so that's uh, you're very lucky to have what you got there. And you'll you'll grow and people will notice you and all that and uh, all that stuff. So that's good to hear. But kind of moving forward and whatnot still kind of talking your, about your game though but you know with the season over and uh all that and you know maybe you are already working on some of these things but what are some things that you are making a point of working on this off season or you have made a point of working on this off season well um with uh we have a very very big playbook at eastwood and we don't have like a, a wrist coach or any anything like that so we have signs so uh quarterbacks uh quarterbacks receivers and running backs have to know the signs and the quarterback yeah. has to know the calls to tell the to tell the offensive line you know what to block or so um i've had i've had to really learn from um our uh, senior quarterback this year andrew martinez yeah you, you need to check him out too that that kid is i think he's d1 talent he's a little he's 
he's only about 5'11", uh, 155. He's a, he's a small little guy, but let me tell you, that kid can ball. And he's been taking me under his wing, and he's shown me the, the, the playbook, and he's taught me all the plays. And right now we're, uh, we're practicing for seven-on-seven. Seven. We're going to leave to San Antonio very soon. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's been teaching me a lot of uh, – um, a lot of things that are a part of our offense. And one of the things that you guys pointed out that is major in our offense is um, looking off and throwing uh, your receivers open. So we are a very pass-dominant uh, school. So when, mm-hmm. uh, when you said, like, I have, to, uh, I have to learn and get better at uh, looking off safeties, you know, Andrew was the, one of the first ones to tell me that he's 100% right. And uh, I'm getting better at that. So that's one of the things I'm trying to harp on, um, getting faster. So, you know, you said I, uh, I run like a power back, and that's a very good thing. But I can be a little faster and be a little sure. bit more dangerous on my feet. So those are a couple of things that I'm working on. And, of course, you know, you got to lift every offseason, get a little bit stronger. So those are the things I'm working on. All right. Sounds good, man. And love that you said that you're working on looking off those receivers. Honestly, that is a next level type of thing. I mean, um, well, in Texas, at least you got to be able to do that eventually, especially if you're running the spread. Kyler Murray ran the spread up and Allen, and, you know, it took him a minute. I mean, obviously he had to sit out a year anyways. And so the spread offense isn't exactly an easy offense, but if you could master that, then, you know, moving forward, there aren't many offenses that will be that much more complicated. Um, moving forward but you know you never know so that's a good thing that you're getting all that worked on because i know <laughs> i i as a as a defensive player up in plano you know i had to study the spread and you know look at those ins and outs and there's a lot of them and that's why it's so effective you know so i totally get that and that's a good thing that's a good thing to hear also i'll add your boy on our list too because um yeah. I, I was wondering if there's a guy in front of y'all and whatnot so i will take a look at him for sure but all right then so um moving forward though you know you are getting better you're working you're on that grind so what are some resources that you have been using to improve as a quarterback so this could be like online or in person or whatever um well you know um I watch a, a, a YouTube channel called uh, the QB School. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yeah, I'm familiar. I, I'm very familiar with it. I love the QB School. I'm always watching his breakdowns of, you know, another quarterback I love, Justin Fields. That guy's once in a generation talent. So mm-hmm. I always watch, I watch his breakdown. You know, I watch all of his his breakdowns of cover twos, cover threes, cover fours, cover ones, cover zeros. Um, and how what routes beat those different coverages and so that's one of my resources um okay you know the internet is basically the key to anything you can literally look up anything and learn anything so looking up just about anything you know my qb coach is uh coach valise and mitch evans you know those guys train me and um i i love those guys to death uh you know, they've helped my game grow so much. And I also went to a QB universe and um, that was a that was a really big camp. And that really put it into perspective of how how good everybody is and how how much competition there is in the rest of the country. And so that was another big resource. They also had QB IQ, uh, Trent Dilfer's uh, QB IQ. Yeah. Interesting. 
it was a it, it, it it's a lot honestly like it, it it's like it's like studying for the sat for that thing like it's crazy and then uh yeah so those are those are some of my resources good that's uh that's really good to hear you don't it's not every day you have a freshman looking at the QB school. There's some stuff there as a coach, and I've, I've been following them for a minute. It's been, jeez, I, I, I mean, I guess okay, I guess I listen to them and watch them in high school uh, as well. But it was more on the back end when they're getting a little bit more popular. But that's really interesting that you brought that up. We'll we'll have to tag him and uh, see what's up there. All right, then that's uh, that's good. That's good to hear. And, you know, I, I'd expect no less out of a Texas quarterback for sure, you know, uh, putting in that work. So that's uh, that's really good to hear. Also, just to throw this out there, I don't know if you've heard of this podcast or if you're into podcasts at all. But uh, have you heard of a Strong Opinion Sports Podcast with Zach Schaumler? I have not. That's uh that's a good one to look up. He has a YouTube channel as well, and he does I mean, I guess he, he does a bunch of, like, sports stuff. Like, he covers, like, football and sports all together. Um, but he does uh, film breakdowns on some, you know, high level, like, athletes and whatnot. Usually quarterbacks in uh, this upcoming draft and uh, all that. And he's been doing that for two or three years. He used to play quarterback. You know, he was around Trent Dilfer for a minute as well. And uh, I believe he played up in Oregon, I want to say, kind of in the Portland area. So, you know, he's had he's been around some good quarterbacks like a Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen uh, types. So uh, that'd be a good one to check out as well, because his his analysis and breakdowns are pretty easy and simple and pretty fun to listen to as well. And he he tells it as it is. So that's a that's a good one that I like to listen to as well. Just throwing that out there if you yeah, like. So. I need to check him out. Yeah, sounds real cool. Yeah, for sure. All right, so uh, moving forward, you know, obviously your last season, it was what it was. Uh, you, Like you said, you played two games. How many games were you a backup by chance, if I may ask? Um, so we played two freshman games, and I started those two. Mm-hmm. And when I pulled up, got pulled up varsity, I was really just a scout quarterback. And then okay. um, we, I was the backup for... Let's see, we played. I was the backup for five regular season games on varsity and then our one playoff game against Abilene. Ah, gotcha. Okay, okay. So there's there's a couple, you know, games in there for sure, for sure. So that's interesting. Well, with uh, that being said, you know, how has this last season impacted your focus uh, this offseason? You know, what were some lessons that you learned from last season? I learned for sure that nobody's going to push you. You know, you, you got to want it or you don't want it. So, you know, I, I, would, I would say that everybody looked at, at, at COVID as a, as, a, as a bad thing, and it surely was. 2020 was a horrible year. But, you know, it gave me so much time to, you know, figure out myself and, like, start focusing on, like, my my goals and the bigger picture. You know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, – high school kids that you know they all say like oh yeah like i want to play d1 or like uh i just want to play ball like i just want to play college ball you know i want to want to have a good job you know all that stuff but like they don't put in the work for it you know so it really gave me time to reflect and start working on that and getting towards my goal so you know i i had no worries about school you know school was out for what was it three four almost five months Mm-hmm. I had a very long summer to just, you know, be in the weight room and, you know, study and 
you know, I was, you know, I was getting together safely with my buddies and, you know, yeah. we were going over, you know, all right, these are the routes, you know, we, we had never really seen most of the stuff. So the stuff they would post on, uh, on the Google classroom for us, you know, we would, we would all study it and we would, you know, get together at least three, four times a week and we would go over it and I, I would throw routes to them and, you know, we were just grinding together and, you know, we all had the same tunnel vision and we all have, you know, the goals and aspirations to, to become collegiate athletes and, you know, whether that be division one or division two. And I think many of my teammates and many other uh, players in El Paso can, and I've seen the work ethic and, you know, some of these guys are just very underrated and, you know, they still have that, that tunnel vision, even though, you know, they may not be the most highly recruited guy. So I just had all this time to focus in and start really working towards what I want in life. And so COVID for me, you know, it was a horrible thing, but you know, it, it helped me a lot. It helped me open my eyes and, you know, really learn some things about myself. Yeah. And that's good to hear, man. I mean, obviously with this pandemic, everyone takes it a little bit differently, right? Everyone has uh, their I guess different coping mechanisms and whatnot and you know there were a lot of athletes who you know saw it as kind of a bummer right and they didn't put in as much work as they could and uh they they got a little lazy and you know at least up here in colorado and i guess a little bit in texas it showed um that you know some players are obviously more prepared than others and you know right here i i do coach as well and you know i tell my players all the time like hey you know it's a blessing to be able to play you know, there are some guys, uh, some players and teams, they haven't played in almost two years now. By the time they play again, it will be almost two years. So, you know, that makes y'all ready and y'all got to take advantage of that because, you know, there's always uh, there's always a silver lining. You just got to find it. So that's a good attitude and that's good to hear. So, you know, you're putting in that work. You're continuing to grind and whatnot, you know. So we're looking at year two here. Obviously, um, year one was a little bit of a mess with COVID. You didn't get to prepare as as much as you want and all this stuff but you know moving forward we're hopefully looking at a little bit more of a normal season come this fall which is a couple months from now so we have time but you know how are you feeling about this upcoming season man i i feel i feel great you know i'm i'm just looking at it as a as an opportunity you know i'm i'm always uh i'm always you know looking for a chance and you know if you know god forbid that um you know, uh, Andrew were to go down this season, I'd be the next man up. So I got to always be ready. And um, like any, uh, this is just my time to, you know, learn and grow. And by my junior year, or it could maybe even be this year, I got to be, I got to be 100% ready. If they, if they throw me out there, I just got to be ready. And um, I know I'll be ready. So um, that I just got to always keep working hard. You know, I once heard, uh, if you're always if you're always staying ready, you never ever have to get ready. So right. that's what I live by. Yeah, for sure. That's good to hear, man. So uh, moving forward into this next season, I could take it as uh, that you're probably going to be the backup. Maybe get some JV starts, most like. I will most definitely get some playing time because I we steamrolled a lot of the teams this year. Yeah, you know, we're in this area. You know we we have trouble with a with a few teams but you know for the most part we can beat almost everybody here in the city and no doubt in my mind that we can win district again this year 
Mm -hmm. And um, we need to, um, we just need to keep working hard. And so uh, I, I think I'm gonna definitely get some some solid, uh, meaningful reps on varsity, and okay. most likely be playing uh, a lot of JV. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. That's good to hear, man. You'll uh, you get out there for sure. All right then. So. You know, uh, moving forward, obviously, with your team, you are part of this varsity squad, but you still got to prepare uh, like you would be the starter. You know, like you said, you got to stay ready. Right. So that being said, obviously, y'all have some goals moving forward into this next season. And obviously you you want to improve on on what you built last season. Right. And get better. So to take that next step forward, what are some things that you feel like y'all as a team and, you know, you as a player have to do differently this year to take that step forward? Um, well, definitely, you know, one of the things that um, my coach, Coach Lopez, is always harped on is uh, find an excuse to win. So you, you have no excuse but to win. So mm -hmm. we just gotta, we just gotta make no excuses. And you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, things in El Paso that, you know, a lot of teams in El Paso haven't won state, and that's mainly because nobody has the mentality that like, oh yeah, once we go out of out of town, you know, we can beat these guys. Everybody's like, oh well, once we go out of town, we start playing Dallas and all these guys, we're gonna lose. And that's definitely not the mentality that Coach Lopez or any of the East Coast football players have. We all have the mentality, you know, win district, but we're not there to win one golden ball. We're there to win three or four. We wanna we wanna go farther than the first round, the second round, the third round. You know, we're we're never like, oh yeah, we won district. We're 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 fine. Uh, the the main goal is state. That that's all that our our minds are set on is to win state. And it's very ambitious, but why not? Why not us? Yeah, no, for sure. And you got to have that mentality, you know, and, you know, that's definitely something that I talked with uh, Kenny Long about when talking about Jeremy Duran and, you know, a lot of the quarterbacks and, and just teams on, you know, your side of Texas. And I don't think Jeremy uh, won state this year. They made it to the playoffs, though, I believe. I don't think they won state. And so um, they're getting close, though. You know, when I talked to Kenny last and, you know, followed some of his games, they are getting close. And, you know, to be a team like that um, or to just honestly just be a contender in general, you got to have that mentality that, you know, like, hey, we got to play that whoever offense, whoever football. And that means whoever's in front of us, we go whoop him. And that's it. So sure. I get that for sure. All right, then. Well, that's good to hear. So obviously moving forward, you got your goals for this season. But, you know, just in general for your high school career, obviously, um, you know, assuming that you're going to get better and, you know, there won't be a quarterback that comes up that can uh, beat you up for the job. But after your sophomore year, you'll most likely be the starter uh, for varsity. And so, you know, with all of that being said, what are some goals that you have for high school football? I definitely want to. Um, I definitely want to take my team to the uh, to the farther in the playoffs than any Eastwood team has, which was uh, which is three rounds deep, which is pretty deep. You know, it's yeah. not not close to state, but you know, my goal is to to be one of the first teams to go past the third round, and I have no doubt in my mind that we can do that. And um, you know, we have a lot of talent at Eastwood. We're a very uh, well-rounded school so um no doubt in my mind that we can do that um 
you know, Eastwood is known for having very, very good quarterbacks. In the past few years, we've had very good players. We've had uh, Mark Torres, who is now playing at Incarnate Word. Mm-hmm. Had a uh, um, Chris uh, Chris Castaneda. You know he was an absolute beast. That guy is uh, playing a uh, JUCO baseball, and uh, now we have Andrew Martinez. And you know I, I want to be a part of that rich history of quarterbacks um, from Eastwood, and so that's definitely one of my goals to you know be a starting quarterback. And you know I I got to ball out like those guys did before me. And um, nobody's gonna. Nobody expects Eastwood to lose. So you, one of the things I got to do is keep, you got to keep them winning. You know, we're, we can't have a losing season. That That's not what, something we can do. As soon as I get the starting job, I want to win district. No, no losses here in El Paso. I'm not going to lose to any teams here. That's another one of my goals. And uh, another one of my goals is... Play Division One football, and if not Division One, Division Two. If not Division Two, Division Three. Not Division Three, JUCO. If not JUCO, NAIA. I just want to play ball. Yeah, for sure. And you know that's good to hear, man. That's good to hear that you have some uh, pretty set goals here for high school ball. I feel like they're. Well, I mean, this isn't a knock on any of the other quarterbacks we've interviewed, but, you know, they always say the same old thing, like, yeah, I want to win state, or I want to do this or that. But obviously, there are steps to doing that, and, you know, uh, for you, that starts with dominating your area, right? You got to, first off, to make the playoffs to begin with, and then after that, you know, we're going by rounds, especially in Texas of football, you know, those playoffs, they, they go pretty deep. Compared to other states, they definitely go deep. I know... uh Texas, I'm pretty sure that state game is usually uh, in December or near the end of December there. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a long season for sure. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's a season where you got to take those steps. You got to have uh, many goals here and there where you're, you know, where you're focusing on the little things moving up. Because if you try to take it all in at once, it could definitely be a little overwhelming. So that's really good to hear that you have those uh, uh, goals there uh, moving forward. You know, and obviously winning state, I assume, would be, you know, the ultimate goal, right? <laughs> the ultimate goal. That's that's always the ultimate goal. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, then. Well, love to hear it, man. So uh, now that we're kind of wrapping up this interview here, is there really anybody here in particular that you'd like to give a little shout-out or mention who has been important to your academic or athletic career that you'd like to thank on the show? So uh, this could be friends, families, coaches, and then, you know, teammates as well. I know you mentioned uh, that uh, senior quarterback, Andrew Martinez, as a, as a mentor to you. But is there anybody else? Uh, definitely, you know, my mom and my dad, you know, I wouldn't be where I am without them. Um, you know, my Lord and Savior, you know, I don't mean to get religious because I don't know if everybody else is, but, you know, I, I believe in a God and, you know, mm-hmm. without him, you know, I wouldn't be where I am and he blessed me with many things in my life. Um, you know, my, uh, my nephew, uh, Ace Cortez, <laughs> that, that kid, that kid's going to be something one day and, you know, he definitely motivates me to give him a role model to look up to and um you know all my family you know they they've always been by my side and they've always been quite understanding that you know to be to be great you know I'm not going to be able to make it to every single family function because you know I got I got practice you know I gotta hit the gym and you know mm-hmm. they've always been very understanding and uh, of course Andrew Martinez you know Isaiah Pena those are some some guys from Eastwood that have helped me a lot and um, you know, Coach Lopez, <clears throat> Coach Lopez has been 
a, he's a great man. You know, he's a, a great coach, but he's, he's not just about winning football games. He's about, you know, winning the game of life. And he's always been a, a, a great guy and he's always um, harping to us. You know, you got to be a good, a good person, a good man, a good husband, a good boyfriend, a good son. And before you can be a good football player, you have to master all those things. So those are all of uh, my shout outs. So. All right, man. Well, that's good to hear. And also, no worries, man. I'm a Christian. So I, I get it for sure. I, for sure. So that's that's awesome to hear. Uh, honestly, man, you know, it sounds like you got a real good head on your shoulders. You're mature uh, and you're about that grind, especially too. there are some players who, you know, and that's OK if they're not um for football that is but you know they'll find it and it sounds like you're about that grind uh, not just with football but with sports you know life in general and that's a really good thing and so you know moving forward man we look forward to you know watching more of you obviously we're in colorado right now but you know we definitely want to catch one of your games in person here uh whenever possible you know so uh, we look forward to that and uh we'll be watching for sure so thank you for coming on to the show man we appreciate it well, thank you for having me, man. Can't wait to see what the future holds for your guys' uh, your guys' uh, channel, account, podcast, and uh, what the future holds for my career. And you guys will be here along for the ride, man. Yes, sir, for sure. All right, so that'll wrap up this episode of the Playmakers Corner podcast. Make sure to follow us and show us some love on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok as well. Also. Uh, check out our youtube channel as well we'll probably be posting more content there you know all of the breakdowns that we've done so far along with those highlights uh hopefully if we could uh get that figured out and then uh interviews like this one so you know and obviously if you're listening to this whether it's on spotify or whatever you know streaming platform you're on go ahead and give us a good rating we appreciate it uh so yeah but that'll wrap up this episode and we'll catch you later